Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. As you're reading through your Bible, you come to 1 Kings chapter 17, and all of a sudden, the prophet Elijah just appears out of nowhere. I guess that illustrates pretty well what God's prophets did in the Old Testament, especially in the more rebellious northern kingdom of Israel. They just suddenly show up where they're not expected or welcomed. So Elijah shows up and informs the wicked king Ahab that it's not going to rain again until Elijah says so. Then Elijah disappears, and he goes to a secluded place that God had prepared for him a brook named Cherith. It's there at the brook Cherith that God takes care of his prophet with water from the brook and food from ravens who deliver his meals. Pretty awesome. But it wasn't too long before Elijah began to notice the water level in his little brook going down. But Elijah didn't panic. He knew that God wouldn't forsake him. And just in time, God spoke to Elijah and told him to go to a village called Zarephath, a part of Zidon, which was incidentally where Jezebel was from. God told Elijah that he had already instructed a widow in Zarephath to take care of him. So Elijah leaves the brook Cherith, and he travels to Zarephath. When he arrives, he sees a woman near the gate of the city gathering sticks. Elijah knows instantly that this is the widow, and he says, Excuse me, can I trouble you for a drink of water? As the woman heads to get him the water, Elijah says, While you're at it, I could really use a piece of bread. And that's when the woman stopped in her tracks turned to Elijah and said, Sir, before God, I have no bread to give you. I only have a very little bit of meal and a small portion of oil left. And I was just gathering sticks to build a fire to make one last meal for my son and me before we wither away and die. Elijah answers these impassioned words with what must have seemed like a cold, heartless response. He said, then you better make mine first. Read it for yourself. Elijah said, Make me therefore a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son. No doubt Elijah was prodding this woman's faith with his provoking words. For he went on to promise her in the name of the Lord, that as long as this drought endured, the meal and the oil in her house would not be depleted. The widow did as Elijah instructed, and God did as he had promised. For the next three years, God fed the woman, her son, Elijah, and the Bible refers to her household, which seems to indicate her extended family. She fed everyone who came to her table with one more helping of meal and one more measure of oil. The chapter indicates that the widow had a separate guest cottage. It speaks of a chamber outside of her house. And it was there that Elijah lived for those three years until God would end the drought. During those three years, there came a point when the widow's son fell sick and died. The woman went to Elijah in great grief and asked him why this had happened to someone who was trying to obey the word of the Lord. Elijah took the boy's lifeless body to his room and intensely sought the Lord. The Lord brought the boy back to life, and the woman's faith was greatly strengthened. When you think of Elijah, it's very likely that the first thing that comes to your mind is Mount Carmel. After all, that does seem to be his finest hour. No doubt the showdown on Mount Carmel is what Elijah was focusing on. I'm sure he thought about it every day while he was at Cherith and in Zarephath. 
But don't be so impressed with Mount Carmel that you fail to see the value in the time Elijah spent in Zarephath. God did some great things in Zarephath. Through Elijah's ministry in Zarephath, a woman learned to recognize the voice of God, learned to obey God, and learned to serve God. This woman and her son saw God multiply. God raised a boy from the dead. This woman received spiritual healing. Did you notice that when the woman's boy dies, she instantly starts thinking about her past? She said, What have I to do with thee, O thou man of God? Art thou coming to me to call my sin to remembrance and to slay my son? This woman had some failures in her past that still haunted her, but God brought her healing. God also used Elijah and Zarephath to teach this woman and her son to trust the Lord. She said, Now by this I know that thou art a man of God, and that the word of the Lord in thy mouth is truth. And perhaps the primary work that God was doing in Zarephath is that God was preparing Elijah for Mount Carmel. It was going to take some great faith and boldness to stand up against King Ahab and his 850 false prophets. And the evidence is pretty strong that fear was Elijah's besetting sin. I know we associate Elijah with courage, but there are multiple occasions where fear won out in Elijah's life. But I'm pretty sure when God uses you to raise somebody from the dead in private, you're going to have a lot more faith in public. And that was just one of the miracles that the Lord did through Elijah and Zarephath. God was preparing Elijah for Mount Carmel. Here's what Zarephath teaches me. Don't be so focused on the Mount Carmels of your life that you miss the Zarephaths. The fact is, most of your Christian walk won't be spent on Mount Carmel. Most of your life will be in Zarephath. The preparation time, the miracles in the shadows, the influence God gives you on individuals, these things are precious. Zarephath, is where you really get to know God. Zarephath is where your sweetest human relationships will be developed. Zarephath is where your most precious memories will be. Child of God, the Lord has great things prepared for you. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.